Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Hello, everyone. Happy 2021. Tasha and I are so excited for this new year and the new opportunities and adventures that it will bring. At the start of every year, both Tasha and I set time aside to get really clear on what it is that we want to achieve, especially in the new year, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We put together things we need to do, such as creating vision boards, changing passwords with goal-related terms, you know, Mm -hmm. anything that kind of triggers your subconscious. But ultimately, what we do at the beginning of every year is we have fun not only dreaming about what we want to achieve, but also setting a really clear plan to help us achieve those goals. So it's great to have a long list of goals. And for me personally, and I know we've talked about this a few episodes back, I believe, I like to keep things really simple just by focusing on a handful of tasks that can have some really big positive results throughout the year. So today what Tasha and I want to do is we actually want to share our goals for 2021 with each of you. Not only do we hope that our goals will inspire you, but we also hope that by sharing them with you, you'll kind of help keep us accountable. So Tosh, I think what I'd like to do, and if it's okay with you, I think today is January 11th. So it's the second Mm -hmm. week of January. If we share our goals today, and then what if we did a recap, like maybe in June to see where are we, and then do an end of year recap. Oh, I like that. This yeah. is how okay. our goals progress. So mm-hmm. we'll do that. We'll make sure we put that on our calendars to recap our 2021 goals with each of you. But we'd also love to hear from you. So if you have goals for this year, let us know what your goals are and how you plan to achieve those goals. Two different things yes. that are very important to do. So email us at info at in the life of Let us know what you plan on doing this year, and hopefully we can hold each other accountable. So, Tosh, let's start with you. All right. Um, What are your goals for this year? Oh, boy. Where do we begin? Should we do this by category? You want to do it that way? Yeah, let's do it. Because for Tosh and I, I think what we like to do is, you know, our whole mission is focused on money and abundance, work-life balance, passion, and success. So we have both broken down our goals in those categories. So. Yeah, let's do my category. You start and then I'll share my my goals under that category. Okay, so money and abundance. Um, well, first and foremost, I'd like to continue to uh, continue working on reducing my debt. Um, you know, student loans and all that jazz that I have. Um, and then I also next want to focus more on increasing my income. And when I say that, I mean through both the Zen company and my other side company, Treehouse Arts. So yeah, I feel like you have 5 billion companies. I have a billion companies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. I also have a nine to five for everybody else listening that doesn't know me. Um, So 
Uh, yeah, but it was, so, I mean, that, that, that day job is kind of set income, whatever. I mean, of course, right. Raise, but I mean, I'm more talking about, um, and another one of my goals actually is kind of working on increasing our exposure, which is what I feel, um, will help with increasing you Absolutely. Know, revenue. So, um, so those kind of play hand in hand. And then I guess third, lastly, with uh, money in abundance would be, you know, working a little bit more on generating more savings and investing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm really similar with you on those goals. I recently read a couple books that got me really kind of just pumped up. So I'm one of these geeks, you know, I read these professional development books and they just like really ignite and excite me, which is why I can't read them at night. Cause otherwise I'll never sleep. So I read them during the day, but I read a couple, one of them is called playing with fire and fire stands for financial independence, retire early. Okay. Excellent. Excellent book. And then I read another book called the simple path to wealth by JL Collins. And they kind of just break down the steps you need to do to start investing more in saving. Mm -hmm. And I got so excited. And even before I read these books, I knew my goal for the future is now that I've been on a path where I paid off my debt a while back. I don't have any revolving debt. Mm -hmm. Now it's all about investing more. Right. And I think what these books taught me was not only do I need to invest more, but I also need to look at how to reduce my spending, which we talk about all the time because it's a great way to save money. But there are always like I'm finding even after like closing or not canceling apps, you know, apps that you pay like 99 a year for, there's some you pay like 20 bucks a year for. Mm-hmm. I was pretty good at getting rid of that. But when I was really looking at all of my expenses, I found there's a crap ton of things, like stupid things that I still pay for. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the Disney channel, for example, and we only watch the Disney channel when certain shows are on or subscriptions to magazines. But when I get the magazine, I kind of just put it, look at it, you know, quickly and then never look at it again. So it's really for me under money and abundance is reducing my expenses so Mm -hmm. I can invest more. Right. It's that easy. Right. Perfect. I shouldn't yeah. want to say it's that easy because it's, it's going to, you know, it's a goal. Mm-hmm. But um, so I think right now, if I look at my expenses and this is just going to help with a recap right now, I'm investing about 15% of my income, okay. which is a goal I had set a while back. So when we do the recap in June or July, I will clarify how much more I was able to kind of contribute to that. And that'll be the way I gauge possibly my success in it. Right. Cause we don't know what the market's going to do. I don't want to put a dollar value. Right. That'll be difficult. So I'll just say we started with 15% of my income at the beginning of the year. And then I'll recap where I ended uh, okay. in, in the next few months or the end of the year. And I think what I'll do is especially because I think my number one under this category would be um, increasing the income from the, you know, additional sources. Mm-hmm. So I'll put a, a, a price that I have that I, a goal, okay. for instance, of an actual like money that I want to and bring in from both of these. And um, then we'll see where we're at come June. Yeah. Do you have that dollar amount set in mind now, or do you want to kind of think about it? And No, then- I'll have to think about it. And I don't even know if I necessarily want to announce it to anyone. Like maybe you and I Got can it. talk about that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's see, maybe we throw it because, you know, we have, um, we have a mutual acquaintance that always says that it's more so that you don't say, um, Oh, I want to, 
I want to make more money. You say, I want to make this exactly right. right. Going to make this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me in my head, so I have this plan where I want to make a million dollars in investments in the next 10 years. Okay. That's a lot, right? And it's it's a big chunk of money to invest. Um, I'm not currently at the position where I can invest that amount, but that's what I want to kind of build myself up to. So in the next year or two, because I think currently it's about, it's a big chunk of my income. Let's say it's about 30 some percent, which I'm not ready to contribute yet. Um, But yeah, absolutely. In the back of my head is what do I need to do to make a million dollars a year in investments? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those of you listening, if you're interested in also, you know, paying off debt, reducing your expenses to ultimately invest more, let me just run a couple numbers by you. So I read a book years ago that said, you know, a lot of us spend five bucks a day on a cup of coffee, right? A fancy cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. If you were to invest $5 a day for kind of, you know, the next 50 years, you could be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. Let me just show you what this means. So $5 a day comes out to about 152 bucks a month. So let's just say 150 bucks a month, which is a little over 1800 bucks a year. If you were to invest $5 a day into an account that has what's considered a modest annual return, so say 6.5%, in 10 years, you would save $26,000. In 30 years, you would be, you would make, shouldn't say save, you would make $168,000. And in 50 years, you would have $667,000. Right. So imagine if you started at the age of 20, right? And five bucks a day, 150 bucks a month goes into the saving with compound interest in a modest account. You can ultimately have half a million bucks, over half a million bucks in your account. Mm -hmm. If you invest in an account that has a slightly higher annual return, let's say 10%, five bucks a day, again, in 30 years, you would have 30,000. I'm sorry, in 10 years, you would have $30,000. In 30 years, you would have $330,000. And in 50 years, you would have 2.3 million. Yeah, that's so incredible. Yeah. think of this 150 bucks a month, I think not for everyone. Some people I understand, especially, you know, with 2020 and the pandemic, if you lost your job, 150 may seem difficult to achieve, but in the mm-hmm. long scheme of things, it's not a lot of money. And I bet you a lot of people throw away 150 bucks a month mm-hmm. on silly things, right? Think about oh, Amazon yeah. going out to eat, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Look at it from that point of view. It's not to say that if you're interested in investing, you need to do, you know, 15% of your income at the beginning. Try to make that a goal you achieve in the yeah. long term, right? But just right. start small. Start with five bucks a day. Even mm-hmm. if you can't do, say, 30, 31 days of the month, can you do, you know, 20 bucks a week, right? Know, right? For the weekdays right. or so. So right. think about that. So, yeah, somewhere to start. Yep. yep, So let's Let's make ourselves millionaires though. Yes, for sure. (laughs) So anything else under money in abundance? Um, I don't think so. I think that's it. Yeah. All right. You want to share your work-life balance goals? Well, yes. Let's see. Um, I have a few things. Um, well, for those of you who don't know me, I recently adopted a rescue puppy. We're Yay! so excited. I think she should become the Zen mascot. Oh, she would love it. Her name is Journey and she's currently sleeping in my lap right now. Um, little shepherd, German shepherd lab mix, um, 10 weeks old. Anyway, but she's a handful because she's completely untrained and 
I um, don't know what I'm doing because I've never had a puppy before. So I'm reading all the books and, um, you know, reaching out to all of my friends that have dogs or have trained puppies and all of the stuff and things, right? And it's so right so now, it's, and it's so exciting and exhausting. It is exhausting and it's all consuming. And so what I really, so it, it brings to mind now, how do, because, you know, you think about things like I have wanted a dog for years mm-hmm. and years and years. And however, um, up until the pandemic hit, I didn't work from home. So how are you going to train a puppy if you're not working from home when you're single, right? right? Um, so 2020 brought me that opportunity for which I am extremely grateful. So my little journey girl was born and I got myself a puppy. Oh, she's <laughs> a kid. She waited for you. She was born just for you. That's yes. How I see it. Yes. I couldn't agree more. So in any case though, um, now that, that my dream has become a reality, how do I, you know, continue on with the, the work-life balance? Because you and I both know I'm really good at work-life balance. Mm-hmm. That's one of the places that I've always really, yeah, um, I do good at. And um, it's now been thrown completely <laughs> off kilter <laughs> with the latest household edition. So it's like, how do I still get in my self-care, get in my work equally, get in, you know, journey time, get in exercise, get in all of that, you know? Um, yeah, it's a big, because it was very easy before I feel to focus on my work-life balance because I had I had a position that gave me the opportunity to do so, but I was also single and I don't have a partner and I don't have anything else that's like, you know, relying on me for their, for their very existence at all. So no children, in other words, or animals or anything like that. And, and so now, and because I've been in that position of massive independence for so long, this has really been like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. So now this is going to be a big, yeah, it'll be a challenge for me. Yeah. I think you're in. so good at finding the work-life balance because you prioritize work-life yeah. balance, right? It's mm-hmm. yes, you you may not have children or a partner. However, you have a ton of different revenue streams. Yes. Right. In yeah. the form of different jobs and companies. You know, you mm-hmm. you have a couple different projects that you do. You have your nine to five. And you've always been able to balance yeah. all yeah. of them. So I think right now this is temporary because it's such yeah. a new situation for, sure. for you. Yeah. I think you'll get there. I'm curious to see how you fit it in though and how you adapt to it so yeah yeah I'll be excited for that recap but you you could totally do it it's just yeah. right now your life has been disrupted in a right. very positive happy exciting oh, for way. sure for sure I wouldn't trade one single second of it but I did basically throw another ball into the air right yeah <laughs> certainly did but I guess I needed the challenge hey journey um so, so there's, um, so that I also, um, another thing that I was really kind of thinking about a lot lately, and you and I discussed this before we got on the air, but, um, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. I want to spend more time with that because, you know, 2020 was a challenging year for, for a lot of people. There were some good, great things that happened for me throughout 2020, but there's also some, I mean, we we're living in a, oh, a just it's crazy times, right? I mean, it's just, you you never know. It's like every day something else is happening. And that didn't just stop because, you know, the the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve. Exactly (laughs) right. I don't know why people thought it would. I think that people were just, you know, hoping for a fresh perspective, but it's going to take some time. And I think that if 2020 taught, 
me anything was exactly that how to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I've always been pretty good at that. I'm not really routine driven necessarily. And I don't mind change. And I kind of like a little bit of unpredictability. But I also felt like sometimes I'm a little like, I get a little restless because I'm used to being able to travel. I'm used to being able to go where I want. I'm used to be able to just, you know, doing whatever. And yeah. And that's kind of, there's a lot of restrictions, restrictions in place. And most days I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever it is, what it is. You can't do anything about it. But there are days too, where I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Is this ever going <laughs> to finish? Yeah. Dude. So in those cases, you know, on those days, what can I do to get a little bit more uncomfortable with that uncomfortable feeling, you yeah. know? Um, and then I also, one thing as a kind of, I don't know if it's an aside, it's definitely part of that. I want to, I mean, I can't, I really can't stress this enough for everyone, but I also can't control everybody else and what they do. But what I'm going to be doing is practicing how to manifest a more positive reality, because yeah. I find that people have been so focused on how, what a suck fest 2020 was. I'm still hearing people, I mean, I'm hearing people say 2021 sucks too and blah, blah, blah. Well, way to manifest it. I mean, it most certainly will, if that is your attitude and if that's what mm -hmm. you're thinking. And I mean, you can spin it however you want it. The reality is this pandemic might be going on for a while yet. So how can we manifest a more positive reality? Absolutely. How That's do we make the best of it? Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, how do we not find the silver lining? Right, yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying in some sort of like unreality, you know, Pollyanna type of way, but there's absolutely no reason that we need to put all our lives 100% on hold and just sit around being miserable until the pandemic's over. That's insanity. Why would you possibly do that? Well, yes. You know? Yeah. But a lot of people are, unfortunately. <laughs> they, they really are. And I think, mm -hmm. um, there was a video that went around, I feel like when the pandemic first started, you know, say like March, April, May of last year, um, called the great realization. And I'm going to share it in our podcast notes because it's just a story. The It's a, a kid reading like a bedtime story. Mm -hmm. But what he talks about is what this pandemic is teaching us. Mm -hmm. It's teaching us to take a step back, to kind yeah. of look at our fast paced lives. Because most of us prior to the pandemic, were going, going, going 100 miles a minute, traveling, constantly here, you know, juggling. Taking Used to getting whatever to we want, whenever we want. We've become very impatient as a society. Right? Absolutely. And then for families, like not eating dinners together because, you know, mom is taking Johnny to softball practice while dad is taking Susie to karate lessons, you know, and mm -hmm. then like, so this year has yes, it's different. It's different from what we are used to. And it may be different from what we think we want, mm -hmm. but it's teaching us a lot. I agree. And you know, I honestly think if you're sitting around being miserable all the time and putting your life completely on hold and just sitting around and complaining about it, to me, that comes across as a little bit spoiled because I'm not mm -hmm. getting what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, really, it really kind of is. So mm -hmm. that's, another thing that I don't, I don't want to get into that mindset. And I, I'm kind of a positive person anyway, so I won't be, but I feel like I can also do better practicing, you know, manifesting a more positive reality. Yeah. Right? yeah. I agree. Getting creative. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Finding mm -hmm. that silver lining. And I, you're so good at that. So I think that'll come easy to you. Yeah. It's just having your, the people around you not influence you. I know. I know. It's easy. 
Yeah. You know, isn't it the though? Doomsdayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even like, I, yeah, I even, I, yeah. Some close friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I think for me, so the, one of the great lessons I learned with the pandemic was what a healthy work-life balance looks like. Yeah. When the pandemic first started, uh, you know, things were on hold as we try to adapt to our new business structure, specifically with work, right? Because that's what tends to consume most of my time. Right. Um, But suddenly I had I was able to set realistic expectation or realistic kind of work days. Like, okay, I'm going to, these are my realistic goals for the day. I'm going to start working at this time after work. I'm going to work out for a little bit. Then I'm going to have time to make dinner, be with my family. Prior to this, if I looked at the schedule for 2020, I would have been on the road a lot, like every Mm -hmm. month gone, probably a few weekends a month or so, especially there's certain seasons that are busier than others. There's Mm -hmm. no way I would have been able to kind of start working out. Once we figured out, once we adapted to the pandemic, things got crazy busy because we suddenly had to create a new business model and adapt to it. However, what stuck with me was for me, a work-life balance is having enough time to work Mm -hmm. and my day at a realistic time, like let's say 5 p.m., yeah, because usually I could work till seven or so after work, have time to work out, whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes a day, and mm-hmm. then transition into family time. Yeah, that's what made me feel really happy. Yeah. So this year for me, that's my goal is to maintain that whatever okay, this year throws at us. Um, so maybe one of the benefits of the pandemic continuing is I won't be able to travel for work. So it's going to mm-hmm. be very more realistic. I shouldn't say easy, but realistic for me to achieve this. So my goal in this area is to continue to end my work schedule at a decent time mm-hmm. so that I have time every day to focus on self-care and then spend quality time with family. Perfect. And then part of that, because like you said earlier, is always giving yourself kind of a number or goal to strive for. Mm-hmm. When I work out, my goal is now to work out and I love the elliptical. That's my thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like running the elliptical really just gets me going. So my goal is to work out 75 miles a month. Okay. And, you know, I, at first I was going to say 50, but then at the end of the day, when I broke it down, I'm like 50, isn't that much of a challenge. So 75 miles a month, I'm keeping track on an app. So there's numerous apps that you can track your exercise on. Right. I personally downloaded RunKeeper. And so th- uh, 75 miles a month equates to about three or four miles a day. If I work out four or five days a week. Okay. That's yep. really, it's very realistic. It's not to mm-hmm. say I'm going to work out seven days a week, you know, 10 miles a day, yeah. nope, three to four miles a day, either four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. I keep track on it on my app. So it's holding me accountable. Yeah. And then maybe in, you know, in March I'll increase or, you know, down the road, I'll increase it to more. Maybe I'll maintain it. The whole point is that I want to make sure I work out and I have that at least 30 minutes a day to focus on exercise. Hey everyone, did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions, or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it and we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right, because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on and we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, 
create a better work-life balance, and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, you'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today. It's interesting, you know, when we were doing, I was doing some research for, on this topic because I love reading, especially with work-life balance and for staff. Um, I was reading, you know, what can employees or kind of individuals in leadership do to create a work-life balance for individuals. And I read an article that said prior to the 1800s, so I think it was 1817, mm-hmm. people worked about 16 hours a day. And it wasn't until uh-huh, a labor activist. I was just going to say, um, be that'd be hard labor too. Very hard labor. Yeah. I'm right. thinking like minors, you know, like, in, mm-hmm. you know, think mm-hmm. of this not easy labor at all. It's not what most Armors. of us are doing. Yeah. So there was a labor activist by the name of Robert Owen, who he's the one that stated the ideal work-life balance would be eight hours a day on labor, eight hours a day on recreation and eight hours a day on rest. Okay. That's how kind of the turn came up, right? Mm-hmm. So some countries though, present day, countries like Sweden and Singapore are now reducing their work days to about six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Because if you take that eight hour concept, eight, 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 right? Eight rest, eight work, eight rest, eight, um, what was it? What was the other thing I said? Recreation. Right. It doesn't really play out because by the time you get up, you get ready for work. You right. know what? That takes, let's just say, yeah. an hour, hour and a half out of your day. Yeah. So now some companies are reducing that to six hours a day to ensure individuals have more time to focus on their personal lives, which I think would be amazing if we did that here. No but kidding. thank goodness we're not working 16 hours a day. Like for most of us, that is not the norm. There are many professions that do. I understand that. Yeah. For most of us, that's not the case. Right. So I'm very grateful. We do not work 16 hour days. Oh my gosh. No kidding. I don't think I would like that very much if that was the constant norm. So (laughs) yeah. So those are my goals. Do you have anything else under work-life balance? Hmm. No, nope. I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. No, I think those are really powerful. Uh, and then what about passion and success? Yay. My favorite. Okay. So I definitely want to take more trips, visit more places. Now, given the current state of the world, I'm going to have to get creative with that. Yeah. So I am, I have a whole to-do list as far as adventures go. So I'm going to hold myself accountable and start knocking each one of those adventures off of that to-do list um, if they are able to be done right now. And there are plenty of places that I can go via car, right? Yeah. Yep. And my journey girl's coming with me and my sidekick. So, <laughs> um, so I want to do that. Um, I also uh, want to knock a lot of those trips off my list too. So there are tons of places that I are drivable actually from where I live that I've always wanted to go to. So I'm holding myself accountable and going to those places like Zion and, yeah. you know, things like that. So yeah, Death Valley. Was one and of there are a lot Valley. of outdoor activities as long as, you know, they're still open if you're going to certain uh, state right. parks or something, but there are yeah. so many beautiful places oh, that yeah. don't cost a lot of money to go to. Mm-mm, they're right. safe, right? right? If you're outdoors, you're getting fresh air. I think yeah. you have a lot of opportunity 
Yeah, for sure. I've got a ton of them. I mean, I've never been to Tahoe. I've never been to Yosemite. I've never been. I mean, there's a lot of places that I yeah. still want to go to. So yeah. Yeah. Fun. Huh. I love yes. that. So, and then um, I want to take time because I do not do this often enough for my creative writing. So my fiction mm. and my poetry. And so I want to take time to do more writing in that aspect. And then I also want to take the time to submit more. So to submit to online journals, um, publications with my creative writing. Um, and then I also, I guess, want to learn some more new skills, have some more experiences. So, yeah. Yeah. All the That'll fun make you things. A better person. Let me ask you. So yes. when you plan things like taking trips, you said you have a list. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how long is your list? I can only imagine it's pretty extensive. Well, it's probably forever. <laughs> it's forever. So yeah, do you break it list. down further to say, okay, in the next, do you go this route? Like in the next three months, I would like to hit three things off this list. I mean, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, I did that last year, actually. I was very specific about my goals and I broke them down per month. So this year, this is happening 10 times and, the, and then the, the pandemic hit. Yeah. And so I wasn't able to do majority of them, although some of them came about. Um, and so uh, what I usually do is I'll look at my list and then I'll start, I'll, I'll pick, I'll pick a place and then I'll start researching it. And then I get myself so jazzed that that's it. I'm already there. Like I'm already yeah. booking stuff and I'm on my way. So it doesn't really, I'm not much of a procrastinator when it comes to travel and trips and adventures. <laughs> it doesn't take me much thing. to motivate yeah. me. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of looking it up and I'm like, oh, okay, okay I'm going. If anybody wants to come, Go ahead. If not, well, y'all know I'll go by myself. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I might Except for now I'm bringing my dog. Trips. <laughs> love, would love to hang out with her more. So don't mind me if I crash your parties. You're coming. And then when it comes to creative, your creative writing and submitting yes. to journals, is that open-ended or are you giving yourself like I have year? to give my, yeah, I would have to give myself, I think, uh, timelines and exactly, you know, numbers and figures, because otherwise, if I don't hold myself accountable for yeah. that one, I'll, I tend to just like slough it off. Yeah. yeah. I think for people like you and I, that's really key is giving ourselves like, this is the number. This is what I want to do. The, this is the amount of trips, the amount of submissions I want to do. Cause otherwise, yeah, we'll kind of forget. Yeah. Well, especially when it comes to my writing, I find, because um, like, even when I'm creating um, content, writing articles, whatever it is I'm doing, if I make a list and I I write it down and then I can cross it off with each one. And I find that just extremely satisfying. So yeah, I do like doing that, but I'll put it in my calendar. And uh, what I'll do too, is I don't, I'm not too hard on myself. So I put in my calendar, like say tomorrow, I want to write an article. If I don't do it tomorrow, I cross it off and I put it on the next day. Right. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as I'm not doing that forever. Right. Right. Um, So yeah. Yeah. I like that. It, and this doesn't work for everyone. For some people, this process can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Right. So if you're setting yourself, a, if you're setting a goal and it's a first time goal that you want to achieve, don't beat yourself up for it. You know, right. I know, you know, like reading a book, for example, like mm-hmm. I always say, give yourself a goal. Like I'm going to read a chapter a day or, you know, whatever it makes it more for me. That's what I like to do Yeah. And for other people. If that doesn't work for you, as long as you just say, I'm going to read a book this year that's okay too. So do what you think works for you, but try to make it a challenge. Try to make it something 
that you're going to achieve. It's the reason it's a goal. And the reason why you need to have fun doing this is it's something you want to do. What makes you happy? What inspires you? Kind of have fun playing with it, but then set the steps, whatever steps you need to, to put in place to achieve that goal. Yeah. Don't treat it like a new year's resolution. It's just kind of yeah. lofty and out there. Right. I do think though, for myself, um, a lot of what falls underneath my passion and success is key to my work-life balance. Right. So those trips, those adventures, those new skills, that, that is my work-life balance. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'm excited to see where you go this year. Yeah. And also all the and where you go. journey takes that. I'll be with you on half of them probably. So. Well, she's got her own Instagram page now, so she needs material. <laughs> go have some branding days, some content creation days. I love it. No, that's exciting. Anything else under passion and success? Um, no, I think that's about it. That's awesome. For me, um, a couple, I, two things I put under here. So one of them is to get certified as a life coach. I love um, it. You know, a life coach is, um, it really is someone who just helps others identify their goals and helps them kind of develop and just put actionable plans in place to achieve those goals, which is kind of what we do here, right? right. And I just feel like for me, it's just going to give me, a, it's just professional development. It's going to give me more tips and tools to make me a better person but then also hopefully help our listeners and then on my nine to five, help my team, right? My staff mm -hmm. and the team that I lead. So, you know, a life coach is someone who professionally um, kind of helps train people to maximize their full potential and reach their desire, desired results. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of people like world class athletes who hire life coaches, business professionals, right? right. And this is done. You hire this person based on their experience, kind of their the enthusiasm, their support, mm -hmm. um, their perspective, kind of their insight. So I just hope it helps to improve, like make me a better person. So yeah. I can hopefully kind of share my gifts with others. So that yes. is my goal. It was something I was trying to do last year. And then things just got so busy that it fell off my radar. So I didn't beat myself up for it. Right. You know, yeah. now I'm just saying, okay, this year, that is my goal. Right. And I do want to give myself a time limit. I'm thinking right now, and I just have to look at my work schedule to see how many kind of uh, conferences we have coming up. But my goal is to start that process in February. Okay. And it's not a long process. So if I start in February, I should have it completed in March, which would okay. be wonderful. Perfect. And then the other one in this, you guys seems really silly. Um, I want to dress up a little more for my Zoom meetings, right? Because okay. now I'm not going to work. I'm not no going kidding. to in-person conferences, but we have a ton of Zoom meetings. And you guys, I feel like I've just kind of let myself go. Like I always do my hair, but I've stopped wearing makeup. I mean, oh, I maybe I put mascara on and eyeliner, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm fine with or without it. But I just feel like, eh. You know, for oh, women, yeah. for me, especially if I do my makeup, I just feel, it gives me, you know, I feel a little more confident, mm -hmm. feel a little better, just makes me feel a little better in the day. But yeah, I was reading that because of the pandemic. So the pandemic has drastically changed dress codes, right? In the oh, work environment. Sure. Yeah. So 54% of women, there was a survey that was done and 50% of the women who completed the survey have completely stopped wearing makeup, which yep. I did not find that shocking at all. No. Or 22% of them said that they just reduced the frequency, 
which mm-hmm. is true. Cause for me, if I have a big client meeting, then I'll do my makeup and I'll feel better. But then 30% of men have stopped shaving <laughs> or 41% have just reduced the amount of um, times they shave a week. All right. And then it went on to say how a lot of people have just, some people just don't wear pants anymore. Like they're in their <laughs> boxers, you know, and women are in their leggings. So for me, the goal is waist up. <sighs> I want to look a little more dressed up. So for me, what that looks like is maybe just look a little more presentable in terms of doing my makeup, but stepping up my jewelry game. Cause it doesn't matter. Right. You can't, sometimes you can't tell if I have makeup on or not, but like, mm-hmm. so don't be surprised if I'm on a zoom meeting for anybody who I work with and you see me and you just see me and my big old earrings now, my because big old bling. I'm, I'm stepping it up with my earrings and my necklaces. I'm like always dressed to exercise now. I'm always dressed to go for a run or go for a hike or anything at any, or do a hit training exercise at any given moment. Yeah. Because if you're, you know, <laughs> And I don't know how often yeah. you're on uh, Zoom calls or like virtual conference calls. Well, none of ours are, they don't use video. So oh, none see. of ours are required to use video. So, I mean, I can't, I don't, yeah. I mean, I always like to look good anyway, right? Like I, I would never be one of those people that didn't actually get dressed, like just wear their pajamas all day. I know oh, I couldn't do that. Like, oh I feel so gosh. lazy. Yeah. I know. I, unless so I have the lazy. flu, that's never going to happen. Right. <laughs> Even on weekends, if I have oh, like yeah. lazy lounge days, I get out of my pajamas. I For may sure. get out of my pajamas to go into my sweats, but right. I always change. Like there has to be that transition for me. For sure. And my sweats are even cute though. They're like matching loungewear stuff, right? Like, I just, I'm like my mother in the sense that I don't keep anything. If, if you can always look good, if you don't have any grungy looking stuff, right? right. That's a good point. <laughs> Absolutely. She was always like that. She was always matchy matchy, even when she was wearing sweats, right? Like, and that's, that's kind of how I am too. And it's fun, you know? I mean, yeah. if we, if we like it and plus the way I see it is look guys, just because the pandemic happened and we stopped traveling and we stopped being able to go out and didn't stop shopping. No kidding. So- I certainly did. I've got, I have more dresses that are super annoyed that they haven't been able to be worn in my closet. <laughs> So now I need to put that stuff into action. Like I may not wear a dress for a Zoom meeting, but I'm going to wear like, you know, the furry sweater that I bought or like, you don't be surprised if you see me in a fur jacket at some point because I'm putting this stuff to use. That's why I always like throw on one of my dresses when we get together or something, you know, when we have. (laughs) Yeah, I need to step it up because I do feel like the one negative of this year of, you know, 2020 was how lazy I got in terms of my work attire. Cause usually yeah. if I travel to a conference, I'm in suits or dresses, boots, heels, yeah, me too. Yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting on heels. I'm sorry. Like that. I, that's where I draw the line. I'm not, gonna I still do it to home. go to the grocery store. Sometimes I'll get They're all good. like fancy pants. That. Just to go to the grocery store. Cause I'm like, eh, you know what? <laughs> Restaurants are closed. Well, hell. <laughs> I saw a woman at Target the other day. She was in uh, leather pants, awesome boots. I mean, nice. she just looked amazing. And I'm yeah. like, oh my, I have not seen that in a while. Like, I know you, you get looks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When I'm getting all fancy, amazing. I get looks. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are like, where is she going? There's nowhere to go. What you <laughs> Maybe that was my inspiration. Subconsciously, I'm like, yeah, I need to look like her. So anyway, that's going to be my goal. So I'll let you know how good Perfect. I do at that. I may right. have leggings on, but it'll be leggings, a nice top and all the jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it. So, all right, guys, well, let us know, please. We would love to hear from you again. If you have goals, 
not only do we want to know what your goals are, we want to know what you're putting in place to help you achieve those goals. So email mm -hmm. us at info at in the life of Zen, or just send us a DM or post something on our social media at in the life of Zen. Cause we really do think that the more we share this information together, the more it kind of inspires us and it holds yeah. us accountable. So yeah, we'd love, we'd to, love to hear what everybody's up to too. Yeah. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. Yeah. So we always end every podcast with a mantra or an affirmation. Tasha, what's yours? Let's do it. Um, okay. I have faith in myself and in my abilities. I can do anything that I put my mind to. I have faith in myself and in my abilities. I can do anything that I put my mind to. Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging In the Life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.